Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're the Polter Gals. Spooky. <laughs> Hi, I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're the Polter Gals. Welcome back to another episode. Um, this episode, we're going to be talking about the Waverly Hills Sanatorium. Um, are you ready to hop into the history, Allison? I was hoping I didn't have to hop. But... Hippity hop. Got the hip hop hop of the hippest hop in the hop. Can I just say, I love your reaction to the whole big building song. I like big buildings and I cannot <laughs> lie. You, you other birds seen... can't deny when a ghost walks into the itty booty waist and a boothang in your face. If you have not seen that reaction <laughs> video, go please go visit our Instagram and see it because Debbie's reaction is priceless. I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> I'm both proud and ashamed altogether. It's like I feel like the mother of a child who like goes up on stage and is like doing their childhood performance and they're like kind of bad at it but like you know you're just proud of them for doing it you know that's how I feel about myself. This whole euphemism is how I feel about myself. <laughs> Are you happy? Yeah. Um, anyway this week's episode is brought to you by Tiny Pies. Um, I have a s'mores pie over here and Allison has a banana cream pie. Um, they didn't pay us any money to shout them out but thanks Tiny Pies. I paid you money for pie. And it's good. <laughs> Therefore, we shout you out anyway. Yeah, there you go. We just like pie. So, for the history, Waverly Hills Sanatorium sits on a land that was originally purchased by Major Thomas H. Hayes in 1883. Major Hayes was in need of a school for his daughters to attend, so he started a one-room schoolhouse that was located on Pages Lane. He hired a woman named Lizzie Lee Harris to teach at the school. Cool. Her love for the tiny school, in addition for her fondness of Scott's Waverly novels, prompted her to name the little schoolhouse Waverly School. Oh, that's so sweet. So nice. That's adorable. We got a little school teacher. Uh, her love for the tiny school, in addition for her. You just uh, read that. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Next bullet point. Anyways, Major Hayes liked the name and chose to name his property Waverly Hill. The board of tuberculosis hospital. We know about tuberculosis. Yep. And we're going to learn a whole lot more about it. Yum. <laughs> oh, yum. 
The Pisium, not the tuberculosis. Okay, uh, Debbie, tuberculosis, not delicious. Mm -hmm. Not delicious. Let me some tuberculosis. Okay. (laughs) The tuberculosis hospital kept the name after purchasing the land and opening the sanatorium. Originally, Waverly Hill Sanatorium was a two-story frame building with a hip <gasps> hopped a hippity hopped roof. Wow. wow, it has a hipped roof. <laughs> it's a hippity hopped roof. There you go. Of half timbering. Construction on this building began in 1908 and opened for business on July 26 in 1910. Wow. The building was designed to accommodate 40 to 50 tuberculosis patients safely at the time. Tuber- tuberculosis was a very serious disease. Very serious. No. We, we know. A lot of people die. Yeah. We talk about it all the time. Because, like, it was one of the biggest diseases back in the 1900s. So it was just wiping people out. Similar. Some, very similar to the COVID. To mm, the Rona. The, the Ronas. To the Rona. Sad. Continue. <laughs> I love this for us. People who were affiliated with tuberculosis were who were you said affiliated with tuberculosis. It's afflicted. I'm just affiliated with tuberculosis. Nothing. Nothing. It's not serious. We're just affiliated. We're like nothing serious right now. We're not putting a label on it. I'm just saying we're affiliated. I'm definitely not afflicted with tuberculosis. I'm just affiliated with it. That's not the way that works, Allison. Um, anyway, so people afflicted with tuberculosis. tuberculosis were isolated from the general public and placed in an area where they could rest, stay calm, and have plenty of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Tala? It's all it's Tala all over again. Oh no. Oh no. Sanatoriums were built on high hills surrounded by peaceful wo- woods to create a serene mm-hmm. atmosphere to help patients recover. Tuberculosis was becoming a pandemic and an epidemic. Va- oh my god, I need I need Doing it. It's okay. We're gonna make it. Need more sugar. Epidemic and Valley Station, Pleasure Ridge Park, and other parts of Jefferson County and Kentucky. The little TB clinic was filled with more than 140 people. Wow! And it was obvious that a much larger hospital was needed to treat those epidemic proportions. Those living with it could not be allowed to live and exist among the general population. Mm-hmm. It was not known. At the time, that tuberculosis was an airborne disease. <laughs> and then I'm going to read the note. It says, I'm getting uber tired of this disease going around killing people. It's made so many ghosts. <laughs> I love it. Beautiful note, Allison. Thank you for adding that that commentary. I try. All right. Continue. Really try. <laughs> Waverly, Waverly Hills was a self-contained community. A city... A city in and of itself, complete with its own zip code. It had its own post office, water treatment facility, grew its own fruits and vegetables, raised its own meat for slaughter, and maintained many of the other necessities for everyday life. 
Everyone at Waverly, patients, nurses, doctors, and other employees had to say goodbye to everything they knew on the outside world. Once you went to Waverly Hills, you became a permanent resident on the hill. (gasps) Is that why they say, like, when you're getting older, you're getting over the hill? I really hope not. Because, like, back in the day, like, they would go on these hills for, like, sanitariums and stuff, and then they would die. So, I really like, hope not. That's so sad. I really hope Like, you not. know, like on the cakes and stuff, it's like anytime they like turn it, it's like, oh, you're over the hill. Have you ever heard that? No. Wow. Well, that's what I think it is. Now I'm going to, I'm going to have to Google the etymology behind that. You're going to Google the Google stuff? I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google it. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Oddly enough, despite that fact, many patients received visits from loved ones on visiting day. When the visit was over, the visitors left Waverly and ventured back out into the community. Oh, no, that's not good. Now that we know it's an airborne disease. Yeah. Those people would just be like, hi, I'm sorry you're dying of tuberculosis. Bye. And then just go spread it to everybody else. (laughs) And then it's like, hmm, I wonder how I ended up back in here. (laughs) The massive collegiate gothic style sanatorium that you see in the 1926 photo that is not pictured here but but we'll post on our instagram and our stuff remains standing on waverly hill today and it could accommodate up to at least 400 plus patients and be considered one of the most modern well-equipped facilities at the time construction of the sanatorium began in march of 1924 and opened for business on october 20th in 1926 The facility served as a tuberculosis hospital until 1961, when the discovery of an antibiotic that successfully treated and cured TB rendered the facility obsolete. Finally. Wow. I can actually pronounce words, and they finally cured TB. Yeah. So good. I can uh, mispronounce something. Just give it a sec. Yeah. We'll fall back into our same patterns. (laughs) It was closed down and quarantined, then renovated. In 1962, the building reopened as a nursing home that eventually became known as Woodhaven Medical Services, a... Geriatric. Geriatric. Yeah, I knew you were going to mess up on that word. It just means old people thing. Geriatric, it's like old people. (laughs) (laughs) Woodhaven Medical was closed by the state in 1981. Over the next few decades, Waverly Hills would fall into more dark times. Vandalized luster of the building and did little to stop people. Wait. You skipped like a whole sentence. Yikes. (laughs) Vandalized damage nearly condemned. Previous property owners had no desire to maintain the luster of the building and did little to stop people from slowly destroying it. It is sad that a place that states that played such a vital role during this period of history and medical discovery was not only over, but disrespected. Damn. In 2001, Waverly Hills Sanitarium was purchased, and since then, there had been many changes and improvements to the building and surrounding property. Yay. The Waverly Hills Historic Society continued to work tirelessly and devoted their lives to restoring this historic gem that is Waverly Hills to its once amazing splendor. Splendor. Waverly Hills Historic Society is a nonprofit organization dedicated to the preservation and restor- 
restore restore it wait do your thing do the thing with your ipad the trick How will we know if it did it or not? Did it do it? Restoration. It did it. Yay. There you go. Restoration? <laughs> of Waverly Hills Sanatorium, the history of its past employees and patients, as well as the education of the public of yeah, of the public of the history of TB and the effect on the area. Wow. Also, fun fact. TB is known as the White Death. Oh, so, oh my gosh. Put, so no wonder so many women wore white. Jake. <laughs> <laughs> now we know about the woman in white. <laughs> and then I continue to say, JK, that's no excuse. They should be wearing something else, especially if TB was known as the White Death. Sadly. <laughs> I don't want to hear about anybody wearing white if there is the white death, especially if they died in the white death. Yeah, I should be wearing blue, yeah. green, rainbow. Purple. Why does always it to be white? Yeah. I want to go to a hospital that has like, makes you wear like a purple gown. <laughs> like why yeah. white? White's too sanitary never... <gasps> for a sanatorium. Wow. Anyway, so that's all for the history. Now it's time. For a commercial break. Yeah, yeah. Break! And now, a word from our sponsors. Spooky. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to One Star Rewind, a new podcast about those dreaded one-star reviews that every business owner hates to receive, but yet every customer loves to read. During this podcast, we will peel back that one-star review to better understand how it happened, when it happened, and what the business owner is doing after receiving that one-star review. This podcast will be about love, hate, and laughter. On One Star Rewind, we will meet with real business owners will tell their stories and how they do rely on reviews for their business. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or download us at roguemedianetwork.com. Please subscribe, but only rate and review for not a one-star review. Join us each time for a new review and a new story.
Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music, and we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys. We will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable. So put on your favorite vinyl, grab your favorite glass of wine, tune into our show, and let's have some fun. Wine Wine and vinyl. vinyl. (laughs) So check us out on roguemedianetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll be talking about a lot. I'm Zach. And I'm Mike. And we have a fantastic new podcast to tell you about. Bros, Foes, and Heroes. It's the two of us looking into the world of comics, breaking down some characters that you may have never heard of, and some that are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so Zach comes up with a character each time, and uh, I go into it just completely blind. I don't know who this person is or what their abilities are or anything, and and basically I guess we kind of go over their origin story. And just some of the ridiculous stuff that maybe, especially Golden Age stuff. Oh, Golden yeah. Age stuff is always the best. And we will make sure to highlight all of the shenanigans and just absolute weirdness yeah. of everything. Yeah, that's right. So subscribe today and uh, follow us on Instagram at Bros Bros Heroes. And if you don't, I know where you live. Not really, but please subscribe. <laughs> bros and Bros and Heroes. Gonna tell you about frozen, frozen heroes. Gonna tell you about. And now, a word from our sponsors. Spooky. <laughs> All right, and we're back. It's time for. The hauntings. Allison, are you ready? I don't know. <clears throat> All right. Are you ready now? Yes? Yikes. I need consent. What is that voice change, dude? <coughs> I need consent. <coughs> I need regular Deborah back. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. The pie did something Not, to me. Uh, no, Waco. Oh. Debbie, I need polter gal. Oh, the two different persons. Yeah. Persons, personalities. <laughs> um, well, now it's time to get into the hauntings. Allison, do you consent? I guess. I, I, I didn't hear a yes. Say yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to get into them anyway. So um, Louisville, Kentucky is home to countless buildings that are rich in both history and paranormal activity um i think i burped a little bit while i was saying that so borderline <laughs> disgusting but also impressive very impressive um anyway so there are a few notorious uh buildings rather than the waverly hill sanatorium so of course um this is considered to be one of the most haunted places 
in the country. So this building has a dark past stemming from it, obviously, um, time as a tuberculosis factory. Now we know, known as the White Death. Um, so the property was originally purchased as um, whenever it was acting as a school building for the daughter of Major Thomas H. Hayes. Um, and then the Board of Tuberculosis Hospital then kept the original name of the building, um, Waverly Hills, after purposing it as a sanatorium. A little refresh there. So overall, they believe that 50,000 people are believed to have died in the building during its time as a tuberculosis factory. 50,000 people. Um, the bodies of the deceased were actually disposed of by using a body chute that ran over 500 feet in length. So they would take the bodies, they would shove them down the chute, and then they would travel 500 feet down into this thing so where their bodies were then disposed of. The equivalent of a trash can chute at like these fancy hotels, mm -hmm. but for bodies. But for bodies. I thought you were going to say like, a, I thought you were going to say like, like, I didn't think you were going to say, like, a trash chute. I thought you were going to say, like, a slip and slide. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, oh, it's like a water park. 500 feet drop. <laughs> right down. Water park style. It's so much better. <laughs> but you know what? I'm just, it's a trash chute um, for dead bodies. Um, anyway. It's a little trashy now. That's a little, yeah, Allison, I don't know why you said that, but that's fine. <laughs> um, you know, my metaphor was much more lighthearted, and yours went a little dark there. Basically, just <laughs> dark, calling <laughs> Dark and dingy. Dark and dingy. That's our brand. Um, <laughs> so, in the past, young boys were known to actually enjoy a game of catch. Um, so, it should be no surprise that one of the most popular Ghosts um, recognized at the Waverly Hills Sanatorium is that of wait, a young wait, boy. Wait, 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 what? Wait, named his name was his name was. It's Timmy. 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 I just wanted it to be played on. <laughs> <laughs> Not Billy. His name is Timmy. Um, so young boy named Timmy, and he loves actually playing catch with visitors in the building. Mm. Um, so if you take a ball and throw it. Um, Timmy will play catch with you. Um, and remember, he's a ghost. So, um, you know what you say about treating child ghosts with respect um, and being nice to them. So, who do we have? Billy, Sally, Sally and Timmy. Timmy. And then what was the other one? I don't remember. But, well, we did talk about the Sally house. So, now we know there is, in fact, a Sally. Sally. Yeah, so there's Billy, Sally, and Timmy. Um, and Tommy. Ooh, we could have a Tommy, too. Um, anyway, so <laughs> this little boy, his name is Timmy, and he actually died of tuberculosis. Um, and now he wants to play catch with you. Um, it is said that if you roll a ball down a long hallway, oftentimes Timmy will just roll it back to you, um, which is a welcome change of pace for a haunted building. Um, but unfortunately, not all the ghosts of Waverly are quite so playful. Oh, no. So another ghost that is often cited at the location is actually of a woman who has once worked as a nurse back in the day when it was still operating as the tuberculosis facility. So the story goes that the nurse actually hanged herself in the building and she is now believed to be still roaming the hallways doing her duties. Um, I could not imagine being around so much death and destruction and seeing tuberculosis like ravage these children and humans and then just I mean, trying to be a nurse and then i you know if it wasn't airborne mental health wouldn't they get it i mean but yeah then i guess i guess not like it just I, depends you know how good like, your body is yeah and then i guess you technically 
Could you not fight off the disease? I don't know, man. I think it was just like a weird thing that happened to people. Like, or did it just kill you? I think kind of. I think it was a little bit of both. But yeah, so this nurse. Can you say that again? A little bit of both. What did I say? Both. Both? I like how you say both. Ah. Also, it's disgusting. I'm sorry. Um, my husband hates the way I say books. So I say like, oh, it's 50 bucks. He hates it. How do you say like, like if you see something and you're like, oh, it's only like 50 bucks. 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 Yeah. He hates it. Every time I say bucks, it like drives him crazy. Like, Why? I, I don't know. I guess I say it a lot because like sometimes I'll be like doing math or I'll be like, oh, you know, like it was like 50 bucks. I was like 20 bucks. I It's either that or... A dollar? A dollar? It's like the fisherman. Ooh, I got you a dollar. Dollar. <laughs> Taller? Dollar. No, I'm smaller. Smaller. <laughs> no holla. <laughs> um, okay. Well, back to the episode. Um, so now, sorry, I burped and say weird things. <laughs> um, so the nurse that hung herself is still roaming the hallway. And then finally, the least frequently cited is actually a specter. Um, and it's said to be a mysterious man in a white hat. So now we have a man in white or a man in a white hat. I'm so done. <laughs> I'm, I'm Oh, <laughs> no. just, can you edit just like steam coming out of your ears? There's like, um, for those of you who are listening to the podcast right now, Allison just did like a little temper tantrum um, and just kind of like scrongled her face up. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so there's a man in a white hat. Um, so, yeah, and he drifts through the corridors late at night. Um, there's actually no information regarding who he possibly was in the past life, um, but his presence is often cited by individuals brave enough to take the deep dive into this maze-like facility um so that's pretty terrifying um of course today you can now visit the property um for yourself it's at 4400 parlee drive in louisville kentucky um the location offers both historic and paranormal tours our favorite um you might even get to meet some of the building's original patients which terrifying um so be sure to go support um us on patreon to see this very gothic style place wait is that is, <laughs> did you write this yeah. okay it says be sure to go support us on our patron it says patron patron yeah it says p-a-t-r-o-n yeah, our, our patron for us to go see this very gothic style place we do it for you and deep down inside it says i Allison, <laughs> just really, really, really want to go to very spooky places that are not in Waco. And then another or note, the, inside and, this note. Or, and or in Waco. Oh, and or, 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 or not. Or and or not in Waco. And then the note continues. It says, also, Deborah keeps saying she's going to go without me. And I think these You said Deborah with De- an O. My name De- doesn't even have an O in De- it. Deborah uh-huh. keeps saying that she's going to go out with with me but i think she baby in her words of her very own self i am baby you so i need y'all to go support us that way all y'all can see what happens on camera also this is a very mean of me to say but i'm so sorry not really please go support us on the patron because i really want to see debbie be scared yeah i know it's mean sorry not sorry yeah and there's like six parentheses in parentheses for this note so it's like a note within a note 
aren't you supposed to use like brackets if it's like a parentheses inside of parentheses? Listen, I am not an English major. <laughs> I just speak the, the words. I'm just speak the words. I speak the words. Anyway, well, that is all for this week. Um, thank you guys for listening. Go follow us on the our Patron. social media and at the Patron. We're at the underscore Poltergals on Instagram and Facebook. Um, join our group. We kind of post a lot of weird stuff. Um, and you can see me sing more songs, dumb songs. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Poltergals, a Rogue Media Network podcast. This has been a Rogue Media podcast.